Okay, good morning, everyone. Please help yourself to coffee donuts. When you make a bracha, have in mind Lili Nishmas, the Kedoshim, the precious members of the IDF, victims of terror who gave their lives, founding and defending the state of Israel. Today is Yom HaZikaron. I want to thank our sponsors, Becky and Avi Katz, responsive for the whole year, in loving memory of Becky's father, Lili Nishmas, Dove ben Menachem, Manash. We are concluding the fifth chapter of Mesila Susharim, the Ramchal, has been speaking to us about the midah, the characteristic, the character trait of Zahiris, of living a life of caution, of mindfulness, of vigilance, not waking up and gripping and ripping to borrow a golf term through life, just uh, acting with zeal as we take on the day, but being thoughtful and mindful and planning every word, every decision, every act, every interaction. And by being fully present and by being fully intentional in all that we do, we can realize our best selves. And in this fifth paragraph, Ramchal has been describing that there are three major impediments. There are three major obstacles that get in the way of living a most mindful life. Number one, when we are overly occupied and preoccupied with worldly matters. If you're consumed by the news cycle and the stock market and the sports scores, and you're consumed by what's going on in the world, then it's distracting. It's fragmenting. You're unable to live a life of peace of mind and serenity. Number two, haschok v'halatzon. We spent a lot of time there. Ramchal described the scoffer, the cynic, the person who makes light of everything, who dismisses everything, who takes nothing and no one seriously, is unable to be fully present, can't hear the messages of the universe, the messages of God, and the messages of the people around them. And number three is the last, the one we're up to, hachevra hara'ah. Said the Ramchal, you are who you hang out with. We are the result of the people we identify with. We may have the greatest intentions in the world, but when we hang out with people who bring us down, when we hang out with people who speak frivolously or use nivel peh, who speak or forward or email or watch inappropriately, who gossip, who slander, who judge, we are affected, we're contaminated. You know, it's interesting, just yesterday I was in a coffee shop doing some work and someone sat next to me at the, a stool, uh, in an area that had seats. And the person was dressed in a suit, and they looked clean cut, they looked like a businessman, and they were on the phone. And whomever they were talking to, they were dropping F-bombs, bursting in air left and right. And I felt, you know, you can't smoke in here, you can't contaminate the air with secondhand smoke. Why are you allowed to contaminate the air with such vulgar language? You want to talk that way when you're with your friends in your own uh, private space? I'm not sitting in judgment of you. You're in a public space. I'm trying to do some work here and you're contaminating my air. We are the result of who we hang out with. It contaminates us. It has an impact. It leaves a blemish. Says the Ramchal, Adrab is what we're up to. Yilag al-maligim vivazeim. So sometimes what ends up happening is we're hanging out with the wrong people. If we're with people where the peer pressure is to do the wrong thing, we become embarrassed. We become ashamed. We become hesitant to do the right thing. If you're with people who are going to make fun of you for making a bracha out loud on what you eat, you're going to put your hand over your mouth and you're going to mumble. And I'm not talking about non-Jews at work. I'm talking about you're with your fellow observant Jews, but they'll make fun of you. We don't do that. We don't make brachas out loud. We don't have kavana. We don't do that. Adarabah says the Ramchal on the contrary. You should ridicule and denigrate the people who would ridicule you. Imagine you had an investment opportunity you stood to make a million dollars. And there were people standing there who said, we don't do that. We don't take business so seriously. We don't negotiate like that. We don't work so hard. You'd look at them and you'd say, 
sayonara, you're not my friends, I don't need you. If you're going to get in the way of my making a lot of money and being comfortable, I'm perfectly okay with your making fun of you, me. I'll make fun of you for saying that you don't do this. Is making a bracha out loud? Is living with amuna? Is being kind and courteous and giving? Is that less value than a business opportunity with a great return? The Mishnah in the fifth parak of Pirkei Avos tells us that we have to be bold. We have to be as zealous as a leopard to do the will of Hashem. Run to do it. Of course we're concerned and we calculate the impact on others. We realize we're part of a community, but we don't let them ever slow us down. And we certainly don't let their judgment or their cynicism make us pause or hesitate from doing the right thing. We should be the positive peer pressure on others by being a model of what the right thing is. Whether it's someone trying to talk to us in davening or gossip with us about somebody else or convince us to cut corners in business, whether it's someone trying to convince us not to take our amuna seriously or a sheer or a personality that we were wowed by, they try to cynically say, eh, they're not so impressive. We should turn the table and be the role model to them rather than feel the peer pressure to mold and conform to their impression on us. I will speak to you about you, Hashem, before kings, and I'll not be ashamed. You see, most diplomats get together, most powerful people get together, they don't discuss theology, they don't debate religion. But David Shayagam Kane Melach, David was both a scholar, a Tamachacham, and a king. Kings get together, they compare. You know, I just bought a new uh, plane. You should see my palace. You know how many wives I have. They compare notes about power and about material things. And David Amalek got together and he said, I want to talk to you about the Abishter, about the Ribbona Shalom, about God and His love for me and how I feel His presence. He didn't hesitate. He wasn't apologetic. He wasn't ashamed. He knew the truth. He knew what was most valuable. And dear friends, I will assert and submit to you this morning that if you do resist conforming to people's cynicism and turn the table and talk about spirituality and talk about God and talk about meaning and talk about purpose and talk about values, you won't be scoffed at at all. People are thirsty and hungry and desperate to hear that. And whether it's in a business setting or whether it's with your own friends within the community, people are desperate for meaning and for values and for inspiration. And rather than reject or make fun, even though that's a risk that we would take, I believe we'd all leave a major impression. Of course, we have to be careful not to lecture or be holier than thou or position ourselves as if we're superior. But with humility, change the conversation. So Ramchal ends the fifth parak by talking about Zahiras and saying a life of mindfulness requires not being afraid, not being anxious not needing to conform to the peer pressure of others. In every moment, in every setting, in every opportunity, to make the right decision about what to say and what to do and the right course of action requires living at a higher plane, having a certain self-awareness that I'm not simply going to conform, I'm not just going to be the result of the people around me, but I'm making a choice about who I want to be and the impression I want to make on others. Let's just start the first paragraph of 
Perak Vav, the sixth chapter, we've moved on to the next virtue in the Ramchal of Pinchas Ben Yor's 12-step program towards achieving human perfection. After Zahiris, after living a life of vigilance and mindfulness comes, Zrizus, zeal, alacrity, enthusiasm, energy. David Melchantilam says that a person has to always be working two parallel tracks simultaneously. On the one hand, we're avoiding the bad. At the same time, we're pursuing the good. For example, you want to live a healthy life, you've got to avoid the potato chips, you've got to avoid the chocolate cake, you've got to avoid the overeating and the big portions. But also, you also have to, we need to go for a walk and do some exercise and get your heart beat up. So which one comes first when David Melech gives us that advice? Whether it's in the area of our neshama or our guf, which one comes first? Do we begin with the asetov, the asay? Do we begin by pursuing the positive? Or do we identify the things that take us down and make a force field around ourselves, craft a plan about how to avoid the impediment? So David Melech says, first sur meirah, then asetov. First we have to identify, you know, because if you start with the asetov, if you start with all the wonderful things you're going to do, but you don't avoid the ra, it'll undermine and compromise the whole plan. You could start exercising, but then you can't help eating all that food. The exercise will be for naught. First, you have to live a life of discipline in the area that you need to eliminate. And then, asetov, then you can acquire the positives to add and supplement to it. The Ramchal speaks about living with zrizus, alacrity and zeal, with such an incredible description. It involves the swiftness of your approach to a mitzvah. It's the hakdama le mitzvahs. It is the introduction, it's the preface to doing mitzvahs. Ula hashlamas and yanam, and to doing them completely. If you want to live a full life, a complete life, we spoke about this on Shabbos HaGadol, about the way we approach time and order and, and uh, organization, you have to be disciplined. You can have all the noble intent in the world, and you can have all the right goals in the world, but if we don't have an z- enthusiasm and a zeal to achieve them, they remain just that thought. And that's why our rabbis encourage us that Zrizim, the people who live life with zeal and alacrity, they are Magdimim. They fulfill mitzvos promptly. They fulfill mitzvos in their fullness. Mir we will continue here.